Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Looking forward to this one because it has been a while since we have done a motivational mini-sode or kind of a tough love episode. And look, I am the first one to be empathetic, to be sympathetic, to challenge you to be gracious with yourself and not not beat yourself up because life is short and the journey should be fun. And at the same time, sometimes I need a swift kick in the pants. Sometimes I just need to hear it straight. And this is true for me in business. Sometimes it's awesome to have those people who are like, you're doing a great job. Give yourself grace. And sometimes it's really helpful to hear you're making excuses you're not working hard, and you need to do better. And I believe that there is a time and a place for both. And let me just say this, today might not be your day for kind of straight talk. But you might want to flag this one because next Tuesday might be your day where you need it. And I'll tell you, when I get a message from a friend that is just this straight talk, tough love, or I listen to a podcast, or I see something on social media that cuts me to the core, I save that stuff. I save it very intentionally tagged or labeled for the straight shooter talk that it is, because when I'm in a funk, I go back to that, and I go back to it again, and again, and again, and again. So keep Keep that in mind. That's one of the, I think, hidden treasures of podcasts is, and and I know many of you go back to episodes that resonate with you, but for those of you who don't, put that tool in your toolbox because when we have those days where we're just not in it, we don't care, we don't want to do the work, we've already come across the solution to that the way out of that feeling. But if you're not being intentional about, you know, making yourself notes, you don't necessarily have to save it to a folder, but you could have a note in the notes app in your phone that says, visit episode XYZ of whatever show it is or or chapter whatever of the book when you're feeling this way. I'm telling you, if you start to do that and you use that file, you are going to dramatically reduce the amount of time that you stay in the struggle or stay in the funk. So there's kind of two things that that prompted this episode that I wanted to talk about. One of them being the number of us who struggle with I'm just I just don't care today. I just don't want to do it today. I just am not in the mood today. And those days come, you know, at fairly predictable intervals, 
For some people, that's multiple days a week. For some people, it's a few days a month. Somebody asked me, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, what helps me get through those moments? And I'll tell you, before I tell you what helps me get through it, I've been having a lot of those moments in the last couple months with regards to things around the house and things with work, and even at times moments with my health. However, the whys with my health are so huge and massive um, that that's less of a struggle for me right now, but it was a huge struggle for me before. And I think it's because I've just been tired in pregnancy and uh, at getting through normal day-to-day stuff is about all the energy that I have, which is totally understandable and not anything that I uh, think is a problem. But whatever the reason is for those moments, somebody had asked me a few years ago how, I think it was in the context of me waking up to work at 4.30 every day, which I don't do now because Roman and pregnancy and blah, blah, blah. If Roman will sleep until 5.30, I will too, (laughs) even though I'm half awake. But what I told them then is still very true now. And it came to me kind of off the tip of my tongue, and then we eventually put it on a coffee mug, which is no longer available, but some of you OG folks might have this. I said, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm wildly curious about my potential, and I am fiercely determined to create it. Here's the deal. We know that hard work pays off, right? Now, That's not to say that if you go out in your yard and you work hard every single day to dig a big hole that all your dreams are going to come true because you worked hard. It has to be informed action and it has to be pointed to a particular goal. But this is no mystery. This is not something like, geez, I wonder if I really work hard on my health, if it'll be worth it. We know it will be worth it. Geez, I wonder if I work really hard in my business for a long time, if it'll pay off. It will. It might not look exactly how you thought it would look, but it will pay off. We know this. We know this. So why, in a short life, would we be okay not having the best that we could have? The best health, the best relationships, the best financial situation, the best community. Why? Why? I do not feel this way 100% of the time. I have to remind myself of this because it is easy to drift and it is easy to be complacent. But I come back to, if I put in the effort, it's going to pay off and this life is short. So why would I be okay with less than I am capable of? Why would I be okay with a fitness level that doesn't meet who I can be. I've been joking with my husband about, you know, my 40th birthday coming up and I want to be in the best shape of my life. And I feel that way about 50, but I didn't feel that way about 20. And I didn't feel that way about 30. But when we know better, we can do better. Wildly curious about your potential and fiercely determined to create it. Knowing that You have to reinforce that vision and that desire. You have to fan the flames. It's not just going to burn bright for you because you want it to. It goes back to, we talk in the consistency course about Brendan Burchard's um, components of motivation. And 
a couple of them, there's six total, but a couple of them are, are the spark and the fuel. If it might be not using the right word for fuel, but something like that. So many people think that motivation should just burn bright as though you, you lit a match and it stayed this ferocious fire forever. But that's not how it works. You might have that spark. You might have that initial flame. But if you are not acting on it, if you are not adding to it, it's not going to last. It's absolutely not going to last. And we act like our drive or our motivation should just be the match that once we light it, it just grows and grows and grows and grows and grows and never goes out. We have a role in this. And so there are many days where I do not feel wildly curious about my potential. I do not feel fiercely determined to create it. But it's my responsibility to fuel that. And sometimes that's with the why. Why does this matter? Why is this important to me? Sometimes it's with other people's words that really resonate with me. I, ta- I told you at the start of the show, I save things. I keep a note of podcast episodes or pages of books or quotes on social media, stories that people share on social media that really ignite that in me. And that's part of how I fuel that fire. But also part of it is proving it to myself through action. If you don't take seriously your need to be actively engaged in supporting your own drive, in igniting your own desire, in keeping those flames going, I challenge you to look at that and and ask yourself, what could that look like? How could you improve in that area? A lot of times people don't pursue these avenues of of excitement about their future or belief in their potential is because of some sort of like limitation or even trauma that they have. And this came up not that long ago. I posted something about money and and somebody um somebody basically said the, the only reason the rich get richer is because they're greedy. I mean that's like saying The only reason that the healthy get healthier or the fit get fitter is because they only think about themselves. And I, you know, I just couldn't disagree with that more. I couldn't disagree with that more. I mean, sure. Are there some people who are super vain and super self-interested? Absolutely. But there's so much more to wanting the best for yourself than having you at the center of the story. But not for nothing. Please have yourself at the center of the story. This is your life. When it comes to what you are capable of and what you deserve, what you deserve to experience because this life is short, you should be a big part of that story, right? You should want it for you and also more. So anyway, I kind of shared with this person that like, hey, I I understand that that's your perspective. I'm not trying to change it. I just don't share it. That's, That's not, you know, that's not my outlook. And... She came back with a with her point, which was, you know, there are a lot of people who have financial trauma, and that is why they're not able to get ahead because of this serious trauma that they have. And while I agree that people have trauma on all sorts of levels, relationship trauma, food trauma, money trauma, you name it, I do not believe that that is a limitation in any way, shape, or form. That is part of of your journey, but it is not a wall. It is not a stopping point. It is an opportunity to overcome. Look, <laughs> I, I have 
more trauma than I, than I wish that I did. I have a lot of trauma around motherhood. That does not stop me in any way from being an excellent mom. That does not limit me in any way from growing my family by any means possible. It is an experience. It is a feeling. It is an opportunity to do better and be better and overcome, but it's not a limitation. And look, I have a lot of trauma around food too. Some of the things that happened when I was growing up around food and weight are not okay. I mean, not at all. But that doesn't limit me. So many times people are like, well, you know, I grew up in a house where blah, 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 blah. That is real. That is absolutely real. And you know, for a lot of people, that's something that has to be worked through with a therapist. But even with that, it doesn't mean that it is a limitation. It doesn't mean that it is a barrier. We are only limited if we believe we are limited. I don't believe that our trauma limits us. I believe that some people let it be a barrier, but that doesn't mean it is a barrier. And again, this is my perspective, and you might have a different one, and that is okay. I certainly do not expect everyone to see things the way I do. That's just fantasy. And I know I'm not going to see things the way that everybody else does. That would be a very boring world. But just consider that, that, yeah, there are real challenges, but they're not limitations unless you decide that they are, and that's not the only option. Wildly curious about your potential and fiercely determined to create it. What would it look like if you started convincing yourself of that instead of convincing yourself of how limited you are? I don't expect you to wake up with high drive every single day or be motivated every single day. I don't think anybody wakes up that way constantly. But I do think we all have the opportunity to, just like if we lit a match, we have the opportunity to make that grow and keep it burning. We have the same opportunity with motivation and drive and the things that we want. Ultimately, this comes down to something that I've talked about a lot on the podcast. You're either going to convince yourself to do the work or you're going to convince yourself not to do the work. You're either going to convince yourself that it's worth it or you're going to convince yourself that it's not. And in any moment, you can shift that. You could absolutely be like, oh, yeah, that's me. I convinced myself not to do it. You don't have to continue to identify with that. You can shift that right now, today, and that is never going to be a barrier for you again. It is your call. It is your opportunity. It is your life. And it's a short one. So again, maybe this isn't the message you needed today, but maybe this is the message you need next Tuesday or tomorrow or later this afternoon. Save this one. If it speaks to you, save it. Come back to it. Because these tools are all around us. We just have to be conscious enough to use them. Make it a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time.